Awaken to hair growth. Awaken to hair growth because there is possibility to get your hair back. Awaken to hair growth because we're not told that we're able to conquer and overcome alopecia. Awaken to hair growth because I want to be a positive light and beacon for you because I've healed my alopecia and now I help others do the same. With different types of alopecia, men, women, children of all ages, of all races and ethnicities. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Alopecia Angel podcast, Awaken to Hair Growth. Today, we are going to talk about why alopecia persists. And at this time, you might hear a little nasally uh, noise out of me, and it's because I currently have COVID. Um, I will have a follow-up episode about COVID and hair loss. I know that many of you have experienced massive hair loss after COVID, and so this is a an episode that I want to touch upon, but not today. So why does alopecia persist? Why has it been months, years, even decades that you have been struggling with hair loss? And really deep down, you know, you know, you could be doing more, you know, you are missing an area or two of health, you know, you could heal, but you're still stuck. And although you say to yourself, I've tried it all, I beg to differ. And here's why. Have you ever heard of the phrase, what resists persists? This phrase alludes to our unwillingness to do a bit more, to change, to try something new, or even to embrace a new idea. The reason so many bad and mediocre situations continuously occur in our lives is because nothing has changed to make it better. Hence, what resists persists. What you continuously resist will persist on being there, will continue to be there. We have done nothing to move the needle. We have not implemented the right strategies or the plan in order to see progress, in order to really see success. Another saying I love says, you either leave it, change it, or embrace it. And this is great because as humans, we all love to complain and talk about what's going wrong instead of looking at what's going right. I too at times need to catch myself, but then I recall this phrase and 90% of the time I do something to change it. Even if it's just a mental mindset change, even if it's just how I perceive the situation, even if it's trying to see the positive out of the negative, but if it's needed to leave it, then I do it and I do it immediately because obviously complaining about it and just ruminating about it doesn't help. Doesn't help me, doesn't put me in a good mood and doesn't, doesn't help those around me either. So there's a lot of truth to this phrase. So many people complain about alopecia, but what are they doing to resolve it? And the other question is, what are they not doing? Because a lot of times it's the questions we ask that really allows us to dig deeper into what we're not doing, into where our blind spots are, into what we can be doing and what we need to know to do in order to get there, right? Are they consistent? Do they have the right plan and strategy? If we need more help, we need to find it. If we can change our situation, which by the way, has an amazing trickle-down effect into all areas of our lives, then why not change it? Why hold ourselves back? Let's change the things we can change embrace or find a solution to live with it. And if needed, then let it go and move on if the two options above don't work. Now, the two phrases, 
have been very poignant in my life, very, very instrumental in my life, really. I had a couple coworkers who were on me about doing some specialized courses. And I said to myself, yeah, sure. I'll do it when I have time. I would love to do it. Just not now because it's not a good time. And I always push back on not having time because I was traveling for work and doing lots of things and just kept myself busy. I never made it a priority until it became critical for me to do them. In hindsight, looking back, had I done the programs earlier, like five, six, seven years earlier when my coworkers had told me about them, I probably would have not gone through a sequence of bad things later that I ended up having to go through. Obviously they were bad, but hey, you live and you learn. I now see the signs. When something is mentioned or comes up again and again, I take notice and I pay attention and I'm telling you to do the same. So if someone has been telling you, hey, I think you should do this. Hey, I think you should do that. Or, you know, if just something comes up over and over again, take notice because I interpret this as the universe is trying to tell me something. The universe is trying to tell you something. It whispers to us and we need to really be mindful of this and hone in onto what it's telling us so that we can take action. Many times it's for our own good. And I know that the universe is for me and things happen for me, not to me, but for me. So in my case with alopecia, or in your case with alopecia, it's happening for you. There's a learning lesson here to take away. It's not happening to you, it's for you. And so as we know this, and we take this into consideration, the world and the universe just wants us to level up. They want us to be our best self. And so trying to push me and you forward towards greatness, towards our evolution of being a better person. And the more we evolve and the more we continue to grow, there will be new challenges and there will be new um, levels in life. And once we accomplish those, then we continuously evolve into the best version of ourselves. We can either take you know, the hard way by ignoring the signs and being forced into a circumstance that you know, forces us to really have to embrace the situation, or we can lis listen to the whispers. And sometimes it's hard to decipher and sometimes we're in denial. And I raise my hand on that because I've been there. I've been there where, like I said, with my coworkers, I didn't listen to them and I just kept putting it aside. And in the same sequence, I have a friend too. And, you know, I think a lot of this, what resist persist situation can overflow into other areas of life. I have a friend who um, she just had a massive breakup and I know her now for like five, six years. And during our time being close friends and living in the same city, uh, we would talk about dating at the time I was single and we would talk about this. And I told her, you know, you need to have a strategy. You need to have a plan. And I would coach her through this. And I actually coached a couple of her other friends as well. And, you know, the ones who implemented the plan saw long-term relationships come forth within a matter of weeks and months. But then, you know, five years later, this same friend is still having trouble and still going in and out of relationships and in and out of partners. And it's because, you know, there's something there that she's resisting, something there that will continue to persist unless she hones in onto it. And so 
the reason why things persist is typically is because we haven't taken the initiative to change. And change is difficult for many people. And I understand change or embracing a new habit is new. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. And it can even be weird. But what about the results? What if I told you that on the other side of being uncomfortable is success? What if I told you on the other side of getting out of your comfort zone is success, right? We're not going to lose weight being on the couch. We're not going to... Uh, you know, be able to run the marathon if we're not practicing for it, right? And so it's having to be uncomfortable and to do things that challenge us, challenge our bodies, mind, body, spirit, so that we can achieve the things we want to achieve. And in this case, it's hair growth. So in this case, being coachable, being open to a new perspective would push you further into healing and hair growth than you might think. So ask yourself, are you coachable? Are you open to learning more? Because if you're already shaking your head, if you're already like, nope, I can't do this. Nope, I won't do that. Then guess what? You're going to be in the same situation, regardless of how many days, months, years pass. The same two sayings from above can be translated into all aspects of life, from dating to work to finances, relationships to health, and even into smaller situations like ordering things online. For example, I waited last minute to order something online and now they won't deliver sooner than I need the items. And if I knew I needed a buffer of about four to five days for these items to be delivered, I cannot expect magical situations to be the norm. I cannot expect my items to be delivered sooner when in reality it will take longer. So this is where a plan comes in. This is where you need to prepare and where you need to you know, have a a correct mindset too. And I'll talk about mindset in a, in another episode, because I think mindset is so critical as well, not just to achieving goals and to seeing success, but to also overcoming alopecia. Alopecia was a Mount Everest for me. And I know it's a Mount Everest for many of you as well. And this is definitely achievable. And in the literal, uh, you know, phase of a Mount Everest, there's people who've accomplished it and who have um, uh, summited to the top and it's definitely possible. So, you know, with some guidance, with some training, because you're not just going to grab a flight, go to the Himalayas and start to climb. No, you got to train for it. You got to be directed. You have to have a guide, a Sherpa, you know, there's things to do to prepare for this. And the same thing happens when it comes to alopecia, you need a guide and you need the tools and you need to implement, right? And that's how you're able to summit this Mount Everest. But if you don't want the plan, and if you don't want to implement a strategy, and if you don't want to embrace a new idea, then you will only have the same results and the same consequences, if not worse, to live with. I cannot express how true this is for alopecia. I've had clients follow me for two, three, even four years before joining the program. What do they say to me? I wish I joined sooner. I hear this so much. And what does another year or two or three do for you and your hair loss? What does being on the fence, sitting and waiting, trying little things at the drugstore or trying other medications do for you? It just keeps you in the same situation, if not worse. Does it change the way you live? The way you show up to your loved ones and friends? Does it cast a shadow on your true self? I know for many of you, it's been a long time with no results, no hope, and no hair growth. Don't let that happen. There is a strategy. There is a blueprint for you. There is a plan in place to help you thrive and be your healthiest self. 
you need just to take action and make the changes necessary to obtain the health and hair growth that you crave, that you want, and that you deserve. It's really all in our control. We just need more guidance on what that looks like. And I get it. No one openly talks about this. No one openly says they've healed and recovered. Why? Because they've gone on to their merry way and you know their life resumes in a happier, healthier manner. Many times they don't have the time or effort or need to say, hey, I've recovered from alopecia because they just you know mosey on to their same life. And many times there's an embarrassment factor. There's a shame factor in that. And I say this also out of experience. I was also embarrassed to tell my friends and family. I was also ashamed to talk about it openly, to mention it to, you know, my, my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. It took me a year of me dating him to finally like tell him what was going on. And I actually have clients who go to bed with wigs on at night and their partners don't know that they have alopecia. So there is a factor of shame and embarrassment that, you know, it's just part of alopecia for many of us. And I understand that. And it is hard to talk about, but at the same time, being on the other side, I know everyone needs to hear this. I know it's possible for you to heal. The blueprint is there. It's just a matter of, do you want it bad enough? Do you want to take the action? Do you want to take the steps necessary? No one talks about the positive stories. No one talks about the success stories. They always dwell on the doom and gloom. They always dwell on the negativity. And this doesn't have to be a burden anymore. And it doesn't have to be something you accept or try to embrace. You don't have to leave it. Those two options perhaps are not in your favor anyway. Why? Because if you don't do anything about your alopecia situation, meaning leaving it, then yes, things can get worse. And they normally do. You can go bald. Yes, you can acquire a second or a third autoimmune disease. If you try to embrace it, mm, well, I can only speak for myself on this one, but I feel as though embracing alopecia would be an uphill battle that I would never win. Something that would never happen for me because when it comes to my hair, I love my hair. I love my curls. I love how big my hair is. It's a part of me and it's a part of my identity. It's my crown. It really is. Friends and family can pick me out of a crowd. Um, there's no mistaking me because it's a piece of me and it's something I don't want to ever let go of. And I knew from the beginning that I would get my hair back. I knew from the beginning that I've, if I always had hair, that hair would come back. I, I just knew it. I just needed to find a way how it's almost finding like a, a hidden treasure, you know, or the game of clue. There's always one clue that leads to another that leads to another. And it was through these baby steps that I was able to achieve this. And Yes, I had to charter unnavigated uh, waters or unchartered uh, and navigate these waters to see the health and hair come back on my terms, you know, with baby steps, because a lot of those steps were uncomfortable for me, but in the process, it made me healthier. It made me happier and yes, more fertile as well. And if you're questioning the fertility part, I'd say, go back to a former episode, I believe it's episode five, where I talk about fertility and alopecia. So what's left? If the two options are not options for you, then let's fix this once and for all. The sooner you start, the sooner your hair can appear, the sooner the hair growth, the sooner you put alopecia behind you, the sooner you resume your happy best self in life, the sooner 
things get better the sooner you overcome everything. And so I wanted to also mention that I have an upcoming training coming up. I'll put in the show notes a link to the training. Um, it's a free training. It starts in about a week or two. And from there, learn more at alopeciaangel.com. And remember, what resist persists. So don't be stuck in your, in your ways if you want to see hair growth. Don't be stuck and stubborn about situations, even if they are uncomfortable. Because in order to get success, in order to achieve success with hair growth, we have to overcome that. We have to go over those obstacles. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Alopecia Angel, and I look forward to see you on the next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Alopecia Angel podcast, a positive light in healing alopecia. You can do this and we can help. Spread the word that reversing alopecia is possible by telling your friends and family.